Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Boost Your Boutique podcast. I'm Emily Benson, and I'm your host and best friend on this journey through boutique land. Welcome to part three of the Pay Yourself series, where I'm going to teach you how to pay yourself. If you haven't listened to the first two episodes, I beg of you, please go back, because what I will tell you is that 99.2% of the time, Paying yourself is not about the math and the numbers and selling more the way that I think we all think that's how it goes. It's actually about busting through some mindset blocks that I truly think so many of us have where we just don't either feel like we deserve to get paid, we think we can't afford to get paid, or you know some other crazy reason of why we feel like we shouldn't get paid. And the bottom line is, is that you're the owner of this business. You need to get paid. You are putting your heart and your hustle into every ounce of this boutique business. And I would be remiss if I didn't do this series because I truly am so passionate about entrepreneurs in general working and doing what they love, but also getting paid for it. Okay. Like we did not start businesses because we're doing it for fun last time I checked. And you know what? Maybe we are doing it for fun, but guess what? What The thing that's going to keep us motivated over time is going to be seeing the money in the bank, seeing the reward that we're getting from putting all this hard work in. You know, you don't go as a kid and play games and, you know, I was a basketball player growing up and, and I never enjoyed practicing, but I knew every time it came to that game, I wanted to win. And it's the same thing in business. I always want to win. And part of winning for me equals getting paid. The Booster Boutique podcast is sponsored by the Boutique Elite Membership. Now, I want you to join the Boutique Elite membership if you're in a stage in your business where you started up, you're in the flow, you're in the groove, and you need some extra support. You need some advanced trainings on on merchandising, on product assortment, on online boutiquing, uh, in the world of understanding your numbers. All that stuff is things that I go through in the Boutique Elite membership. Now it's a monthly membership. And part of what I think is so special about this membership is that every single month you get a coaching session with me in our Facebook community. I do a Facebook live and for an hour, I answer all your questions. So if you are looking to work with me one-on-one or in another capacity, listen, I just don't do a lot of that anymore. Okay. And so that's why I felt like it was so important inside Boutique Elite to give you access to me, give you access to my knowledge, access to my thoughts, and be able to guide you through running your boutique. So if you are interested in learning more about the Boutique Elite membership, you can head on over to www.boutiqueelite.com. 
membership.com, all one word, and you will learn all the wonderful benefits. If you have questions, as always, email my team at hello at stylishandsuccessful.com. And I hope that you will use my stylish and successful to go follow me on Instagram. I do amazing Insta stories uh, showing you all my travels around the world. Uh, I'm also over on Facebook at Stylish and Successful with Emily Benson. So, you know, we call the podcast Boost Your Boutique because that is my goal for you when listening to the podcast. But my business name is Stylish and Successful because I think when you own a boutique, let me tell you, your style is going to pay off in the long run and you will be successful. Before I jump into kind of telling you exactly how to pay yourself, I want to make sure you know I am not a financial advisor. I am a business consultant. I'm someone who's done this and been through this all myself, but I am not a financial advisor and I don't want you to take anything I say as word. These are all suggestions. These are all nudging you in the direction of getting some more professional help because let's be honest, guys. The deal with starting a business is that the best way to grow that business is to get support, whether that's through employees, whether that's through lawyers, accountants, business consultants, coaches, the whole nine yards. I have built a support team around me who I trust, who I really know want the best for me all the time. And so if anything, this is a guideline and this is also a nudge for you to go find professional people to help you. I am not a financial advisor, but I will advise you <laughs> to pay yourself and figure out how to do it, maybe with the help of an accountant. So let's get down and dirty with how you are going to pay yourself because I actually got an email from a listener who said, Emily, I don't understand. I'm the only employee in my business. How do I do this? Do I need to do a 1099? What does this look like? Da, 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 da. And so I actually had a phone call with my accountant, my bookkeeper. She does all my finances. She helps me do my taxes. She is just like a total wizard. And I'm going to have her on the show after tax season. <laughs> that was the caveat with her. She's like, Emily, I got to get through this. <laughs> so um, I will have her on to kind of talk through what you should be doing with accounting and things like that in general, because I'm realizing that a lot of people don't really know what they're doing. And that's okay. That's why I'm here to help you and teach you that. So I jumped on the phone with her and, you know, she had some great extra tips. She kind of went along with what I was thinking, but she wanted me to throw in a few more uh, just thoughts for you. So this is a mix of mine and my accountant, Lisa Wright's uh, really philosophy on how to pay yourself. So first and foremost is you want to make sure, and we've talked about this, right? You want to make sure that you are always focusing on your net profit. Okay. So again, you're not going to be able to pay yourself if your net profit is not high enough, obviously, right? Because you have expenses to pay for. You want to be able to buy inventory, but it all goes back to what I always talk about, right? I always talk about being at that three times margin. So taking your wholesale cost, multiplying it by three or more. Okay. That's where you're going to make the money. Guys, that's the only place we make money in retail is by selling products with a profit on it, right? With a margin. That's how we actually make money. 
And when I say make money, I mean not just replace our money, like make it. So to be able to do this, we have to look at our net profit, which means that we're looking at our income, right? And so that's our margin. And we're also looking at expenses. Guys, so many of us are spending money on things that we don't need. So many of us have extra employees because we feel like, oh, we need all this extra help. But like, do we really? You know, I've seen people spend money on tags for their clothes, like exorbitant amounts, like wooden tags, like, come on, people are going to throw that away. Like you don't need that. Okay. You've got to be very diligent as a business boutique owner to understand what are the things that you're spending money on that are going to get you farther in your business and what aren't truly. Okay. And there are going to be times in your business where you're putting out money and you don't necessarily see the return just yet, right? But you know that it's an investment for the future. Something like this might be Facebook ad testing, okay? I have a lot of women in in Six Figure Blueprint right now who have gone through the Facebook ad section and they're in the stage where they're testing, they're trying, they're figuring things out, right? And to spend a couple hundred dollars in a place where you're trying to figure this stuff out and you're doing little bits at a time and you're testing audiences, I'm okay with that, okay? I go back through my finances. I spent two to $600 a month over the past two years, figuring out what the heck I'm doing on Facebook ads. And you know what? Part of that money is to be able to teach you guys how to do it accurately and effectively. And part of that is frankly, just figuring out who my audience is, what they react to, um, how I'm going to get them into my email sequence on my list, buying from me, right? Sometimes it just takes putting that extra investment in so that you know you're going to get it out on the other side, okay? So this is where we have to be very, very diligent about understanding what an expense is that's actually going to move us forward and move the needle and what maybe we're spending money on that we don't really need. And I find this often happens when people get over-assorted. And I'm going through this with some of my clients right now where they just added a lot of things to their assortment that really aren't helping the bottom line. They're actually ending up taking away from their best sellers. So I want you to go through and be really understanding of what's happening in your business in terms of item sales, okay? You should be analyzing your sales like every week, every month at the minimum, you should know what your best sellers are. You should know how to maximize those best sellers and anything that's not doing well in your business. Listen, I don't care if you love it. I don't care if the rep's nice. I don't care if the girl next door has it and you feel like you need to compete with her. If something doesn't do well in your store, you need to get rid of it, okay? Because the extra inventory expense, that's the other place where you are going to spend money that you could be paying yourself, okay? So this is where we have to really drill down and understand what are the things in our expense land that we're spending too much on and where in our inventory are we spending too much money on? That's a huge line. That's that's where like the, I always call that sort of like advanced <laughs> advanced retailing is drilling down into those numbers and understanding how to maximize what's working and really minimize what's not. And when I say minimize, I mean like get rid of what's not working and don't do it again. Okay? There's so many times I made mistakes in my business and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do that again. Okay? And as creative women, if we own a boutique, I'm going to assume you're creative because I think it does take a little bit of creativity to run a store. And especially when we're creative, we can get really caught up in wanting to add more, add notebooks and add candles and add lip gloss and add all this stuff, right? When in reality, what's selling is tops and dresses. So do you need to have that other stuff? Yeah, 
you know, in some cases you do, you want to round out the assortment. If you have a, a store that, you know, you need to fill a little bit of space. Yeah. I don't mind you spending a thousand dollars across all of those extra things. I have a problem with you spending $10,000 across all those extra things, right? Even $2,000, right? You've got to understand here where to draw the line because that net profit marker is what's going to pay you. So if you're coming out at the end of the day and you're spending all this money on the extra expenses, the extra inventory, the extra employees, the extra things you don't need, that's all subtracted from your total revenue, your total income, the money that is literally coming through your cash register. And so every dollar that comes from your cash register that's spent on something that you don't need, that's the money that's going to go to you. That's the money that you are going to pay yourself. So that's the first thing I really want you to hone in on and understand that the way to pay yourself is by looking at your net profit. So this leads me into my second tip, which is hire an accountant. Please, please, please. Um, I always suggest hiring an accountant, but also before that, I would love for all of you listening to read the book called Profit First. And I'll, I'll link it in the show notes. This book has literally just changed the way I think about everything. And he talks a lot about the accounting system and how we are really set up to think about how much is kind of coming out of our account before we think about paying ourselves, before we think about even having a profit. So I'd love to suggest that book first off. And then next, I would love for you to hire an accountant. Now, when you read Profit First, you'll see that they do suggest uh, hiring a Profit First certified accountant. I'm cool with whatever. Um, honestly, I've had a couple different accountants over the years. And what works for me is someone who works with my energy, who doesn't judge me, you know, who looks at the numbers just as the numbers and can really just advise me on where I need to watch out, where I need to think about things differently and who really treats the numbers with compassion. That for me vibes really well. I've had accountants uh, in the past who've been a little bit judgmental or who have made me fear the IRS, you know, like, oh, they're going to come and get you, which I think is like a lot of people's fear is that that the Internal Revenue Service is like out to get us. Like, listen, they're not out to get us. The deal is, is that the more we make, the more we're going to have to pay. And that's just the price of running a business. It's sort of like taking credit cards and having to pay that service fee on credit cards, right? It's just, if we want to run a business, we have to follow some rules, right? There's so much leniency that we do have in our business, but with things like taxes and accounting, we really just, we can't make things up. We have to be really accountable <laughs> in our accounting for the IRS to kind of keep us in business, right? So I don't want you to fear the IRS. I don't want you to work with an accountant who makes that fear stronger in you or encourages that fear because it's really just not helpful, right? If if you haven't yet listened to my podcast about uh, there's no shame in having debt and there's no shame in, in all this stuff, fearing your money. Um, I think it's called Let's Talk About Debt, Baby. I'll link that also in the show notes. I'd love for you to go back there too, because I think so much of this whole pay ourselves stuff and hiring an accountant and looking at our bank accounts and dealing with our money, you know, 
yeah, it's like this adult thing to do. But B, we've also not been taught this in school. We haven't really had a bunch of financial literacy courses that are going to truly help us with all of this. And so I think what happens is because we haven't learned about it, we fear it and we create all these stories in our head around what's going to happen. And I think if you have an accountant who's really well educated in especially some of the new tax laws that have come out this year in 2018, that you have a partner, you have someone on your team who's dedicated to really helping you through this. And that's for me, you know, I have been working on building a support team around me to help me grow my business. I know I can't do this alone. And one of my key hires was getting an accountant who understood me, understood where I'm going, and can really help me on this path to wanting to make more money, wanting to pay myself more money, all of that. And I think hiring an accountant is something that I'm always going to suggest to everyone, whether you're new or you've been in business for a while, because the money you spend on an accountant is going to be paid off so quickly and the deductions that they find you and that the money they really save you in the long run. So don't be scared to try out a few accountants before you find the one that you really love. Uh, If you're in Massachusetts, feel free to send me a message. I'll send you my accountant's contact info. Last but not least, how literally... How am I paying myself? And this goes back to my lovely friend who emailed me saying, you know, Emily, how do I pay myself? I'm an employee of my business. Do I give myself a 1099? Which a 1099 is a tax form that you use to show that you've paid employees. Okay. Number one, I want to really like just call out that you're not an employee of your business. You're actually the owner of your business. So the mindset shift in going from employee to owner is one that you have to make because you don't need to 1099 yourself because you are the owner, right? If the business is set up in your name, you're the owner. So what happens in a single member LLC or a sole prop set up business is you're just really going to write a check from your business account into your personal account as your owners draw, and that is your pay. Okay, you want to make sure that you're keeping track of that in your books, whether you use QuickBooks or whether you're using an Excel chart, just keep track of that for your accountant so that you know that come tax time. Now, if you are set up as a corporation or a a partnership LLC, that's where you might want to get into having a payroll system, Uh, especially if you are set up as a corporation, you probably have employees at that point, I'm going to guess, and you're going to want to pay the taxes kind of upfront on their wages, on your wages. So setting up something with a payroll system would be great. My accountant suggested Advantage Payroll. Her contact there is Zoe Hornsby. And again, I'll link that. Uh, She was pretty sure that they do do multiple states. So Uh, If they don't cover your state, I definitely want to suggest that you find someone who can help you in your area. Ask around, ask other business owners for suggestions, referrals. This might be a good spot for you to go to your local business association or chamber of commerce to see who services someone local to you. Um, But I definitely think that getting on a payroll service is going to just help you in the long term because that's something you have to keep up with every week, every two weeks. And like I said, looking at your numbers more often is just going to help you have more control over what's going on in the numbers and make you aware of where you need to cut back. And Okay, so just to wrap up all my tips here, how you're actually going to pay yourself is one, you're going to focus on that net profit, right? You're not going to spend a lot on exorbitant expenses. You are going to keep those margins high and you're going to keep an eye on that net profit. 
Secondly, you are going to find an amazing accountant who supports you, your goals, your dreams, everything you want out of this business and your life, who supports and loves you unconditionally and does not make you scared of the IRS. And then lastly, you are going to take that owner's draw. You're going to write a check from the business to yourself, deposit it in your account. You're going to do that on a regular basis. You're going to schedule that. Maybe if it's even a direct deposit that you earmark as it goes over what an accountant would call an owner's draw. And if you are set up as a S corp or a C corp, or uh, even if you're not, and you want to just make things a little bit more formal, I highly suggest you get yourself on a payroll system. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this three-part series has really encouraged and supported you in paying yourself. And again, if you are ready to declare to the universe that you are ready to pay yourself, I'd love to see your emails. I'm seeing more and more roll in that say, I'm going to pay myself. You can email me at hello at stylishandsuccessful.com. And I guarantee you that shift in your energy, that shift in your attitude is going to make some big things happen in your business and your money life. So as always, thanks for listening. Here's to making lots of friends and making lots of money. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to boostyourboutique.com to learn more.